Okay, so that explains why we just want to hype each other up. It's like I love you so much, baby, and they're like, I love you so much too, baby, and you know, then we kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's gonna be the cold open. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Wow, that's okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Jillian L Podcast, a podcast about me, my life, and the fun stuff I come across that's in it. Today, I'm starting a segment I would like to call Ordinarily Extraordinary. Now, what is that? To me, ordinarily extraordinary people are people who, in our society's definition, may not be considered extraordinary, but on some metric compared to the average person, are still extraordinary in some way. The friend zone. We've all been in it at one point. That type of relationship where, in spite of all your best efforts, you'd still be nothing more than a platonic companion in their lives. Today I sat with a good friend of mine, Trevor Condon. He's a smart man, with a lot of good things going for him. We met at orientation four years ago. To this day, he's the only person from there who I still talk to regularly. He's a friendly dude. He wears large glasses, with a slender frame, and baby face. No hate. I've got a baby face myself. I'm just painting a picture. He's the type of guy who's easily approachable. Anyone's friend. And he also just, like, makes me feel really, like, comfortable. Like, I, I know I said this before, but I think he was the only one. Like, he, like... That's Abby. His bestie. When I brought Trevor on, I had different intentions for how this would turn out. I thought of going to detail about his time working at Morse, a private government contractor. While there, he worked on a lot of secret projects as a software engineer. They thought he did so well he deserved a job after graduation. Even though he was under a bunch of NDAs, I tried my best to get the secrets out of him. So, obviously you can't tell me some things, but what are some things that you can't tell me? I, what are some things I can tell you? No, what are some things you can't tell me? Like, tell me something that you couldn't tell me. There aren't many government secrets I care to know. Personally, I don't really care much about our enemies overseas. Moon landing, JFK. No. What I cared about were aliens. As a believer, I wasn't going to take no for an answer. He was going to tell me what he knew. Regardless of what is said, there have been other stories of little men who were captured... <laughs> From that site. There You're are... interrogating me. I want you to let me like, know, Trevor. I have this information. Trevor. Trevor. Even if I did have this information. Trevor, where are the aliens? Where are the aliens? Jillian, okay. Jalen, put the gun down. Are they... Jalen, uh, put the gun down. Are they taller or shorter than me? I'm not the tallest person in the world, but I just want to know, it, like, could I take them in a fight? If you put the gun down, I'll consider telling you. What gun? There's no gun. You can't just hold a gun to my head you and expect me to answer these questions. Are you gaslighting this audience right now, Trevor? <laughs> you can't just hold a gun to my Trevor, head and expect Trevor, me to answer these the questions. The people need to know, Trevor. The people need to know! This doesn't make any sense, you know? Like, I, even if I knew where they were, which I do, I can't tell you. This is top secret information. I'm just trying to please you at this point. Fuck you. I just want to state for the record, I didn't actually have a gun. As we talked, the conversation went in a different direction. I'm not one to stick to questions, and I let it go where it wanted. 
We talked about dating culture, our personal stances and stories. But what we centered on was the friend zone, or better yet, how good Trevor was at getting into it. For some reason, for what seemed like his whole life, he's always found himself in it. And that led to a story of just recently. Abby, his bestie, and Trevor are a special type of friend zone. They do things that from the outside in you'd think they were a couple. They post photos of themselves together on their stories, make suggestive comments on their posts, and say flirty things to each other in public. A few weeks ago, they were at a bar, started making out, and yet they both did so as friends. I couldn't believe this dynamic existed, and so we ended up calling her in the middle of this podcast. The story, her perspective, and our thoughts, up next. But first, a disclaimer. No, okay, I would like to make a disclaimer. I'm not even going to be the one editing this, uh, but we know that this is a train wreck. This is uh, going to probably be, what, your first podcast that you're releasing, you're going to release publicly? Keep in mind, I am really stupid. Like, (laughs) I'm young, I've got only so much life experience, and there's only so many things in this world that I know. Now... Everything I say here, I'm going to say in the most educated way that I can. I'm going to say exactly how I feel, but I know that I'm going to be wrong. I'm also going to be right a lot, but look, something I believe is no one is free from failure, and and if anything, you're encouraged to make it. I don't like this world we live in where you're supposed to be scared of failure because God forbid you get canceled. Or you say something wrong and then you're, you know, socially ostracized. Fuck that. This is my playground. I just ask that y'all give me a chance. And with that, let's get into it. So, like, the idea of the fact that all we talk about is sex and, like, our relationships and people that we're seeing and all that type of stuff, it's just primal. Like, it's just yeah. literally biology. Because at this at this point in our lives, the way our brain is and the chemistry and just generally, like, biologically how we are is that we are focused on mating. We are focused on finding a mate. And so even when we were like Neanderthals, like, you know, that, that was what it is. So that's why like everyone is so focused on just like. I would be outside of Marino. Marino's our gym. And I would just people watch every single, and I shit you not in a 10 minute period, every single conversation I heard was about, Oh my God. You know, like this girl, I met her on Tinder. Oh, she's so hot. You know, girls, oh my God, like, I saw this guy and like, how could he do this to me? Or, oh my oh my God, I'm just so in love with him, you know? But specifically Northeastern. What's the culture like? What type? Look, specifically The, the culture, dating culture. Dating culture? Is it hookup? Is it relationship? I f- because I feel like the school is more a relationship school. Maybe in comparison to other schools. But I think generally college is hookup culture. It's definitely not, uh, it doesn't feel like a mature atmosphere in terms of um, how people handle relationships. 
currently. Dive deeper into that. What do you mean? So personally, I consider hookup culture to be immature. I consider it to be an immature concept. Why? I think Purity? that I think that it's like a pretty generally known fact that as people grow older and grow up and have more life experiences, they start to want to settle down and they start to crave a relationship and a serious connection with someone rather than one night stands and hookups. And so I think like the whole idea of hookups is associated with college and so in that sense, since you grow out of it and once you like once you grow up a bit, you start to not be interested in hookup culture. Some people aren't interested in the first place, whatever, but it to me like it, I see it as an immature concept. I don't I don't look now, at hookup culture. Now do, now do you see now when you say immature, does that come with its negative connotation as if it's bad or is it just it's just something that everyone just goes through at a younger stage in their life? I think it, yeah, I think generally it's something that most most college students go through if they're surrounded by it because that's just the environment that they're in. Uh-huh. I don't think it's inherently bad, but it can be bad. Can, I mean, I think I think yes. it's important that everyone experiences it. I think it's important that before getting into very very serious relationships, everyone just has a chance to experience it, so they don't think they missed out on something. I agree with that because not necessarily that they did miss out on something, but like society and other people convince them that they did. Well, okay. Well, I mean, how I see things is, I do agree with you that at some point. We do settle down. At some point, people are going to want that genuine connection. And it's just more than just the sex. But I think at the same time, yes, you could, like, yes, we could argue that it is immature. But I think it's something that people do need to go, for, like, go through. I mean, right now, you know, people are horny. Like, <laughs> like yeah. straight up. Well, primal instincts. And, you know, we're young. We're curious. I mean, why do you think when we're two years old, we just put everything in our mouths? Right? This is just the... Uh, you know, ex- this is just the older version of, of that, <laughs> right? You want like you want to know what's good. You want to experience what's out there, and I think after experiencing that, you know, literally getting it out of you, that's when you're like, okay, I've had this, and now what? I mean, through personal experience, I, you know, was more like I was immature, and I did need to go out, and I needed to, you know, meet people, explore figure out what I wanted. Now, I actually, I, I'm, I'm 100% the same boat as you. I want that serious connection. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I would argue that, like, you don't even necessarily need to go through that phase of, of hookup culture to realize it. I think some people just generally and naturally, like, I, I think I'm a person that just naturally recognizes without having to do it that yeah. I just know that I prefer, like, having a connection with someone, right? But I think I don't I don't think the like even though I consider it to be immature I think that's just inherently because of the fact that we associate serious connections relationships marriage with being older. You like you mm-hmm. don't think of mm-hmm. a married couple as being in college you think of them as being older and yeah. out of college and settled and in, settled into jobs yeah. and yeah. so I think like inherently it's just hookup culture is seen as a younger as you, something you do when you're younger and when you're settled down in a serious relationship you're seen as being like older that's interesting do you think that you are do you think you are more relationship focused than the average college student do you think that you carry a bias in some way than the average college student maybe yeah Yeah. um i would say i have met more people i mean this is my personal experience of course of course i mean by all means i mean i'm asking you about your personal experience yes i have met more people that 
are um, less focused on relationships than I am, then I have met people who are the same way as me. I've only met a select few of people, select few people who genuinely really, really want connect, like a connection with someone and almost to the point where they can't share, like they can't have a one night stand. They can't have a hookup because it just doesn't, because it doesn't mean anything, they don't enjoy it. And so I've met definitely more people who can do that and enjoy hookups and one night stands than I have met people who like are similar to me. I see. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's funny. One of the things I really loved about you is I think that you are a more mature version of what I would like to be. And I think as time's gone on, you've, you've been like that more mature voice of reason when I've done stupid shit. Like you would try. I've tried. I've attempted. <laughs> you, you tried. You not tried. always been successful. Right? Like I would do. Oh, like guys, I'm not gonna like. I can't say some of the shit I've done because it would be bad. It's off but, the record. But it, it's off the record. But you know, I would run this by with Trevor, and he would. And I would tell him, "You're a fucking idiot. You should not do yes. that." And, and guess what? He didn't listen to oh, me. You know what? I look at the same time. I was self-aware. I'm like, hey. No, yeah, I know true. what I'm doing is immature. I know it's wrong. I know what the right choice, quote unquote, is, and I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. And I'm not gonna make it because I need to know what I need to see for myself. I mean, you kind of, kind of, you just kind of fast tracked adulthood, and now here you are, like a mature individual. While me, I had to be immature. Uh, me, me have to go out. Me find girl. Me I with mean, girl. While you, are like, oh my god, sex. How could I possibly? <laughs> How could I put that? That is so juvenile. <laughs> no, me, I sit here in my, you know, high seat, pip pip cheerio. <laughs> I can't, I can only crave genuine connection. <laughs> That's, see, but okay, you know what? I think it has so much more to do with just past experience. Like, I, I what think, do you mean by that? I think it, it just has so much more to do with, um, you never finished that thought. We started talking more about that hookup culture. And then we arrived on the friend zone. Now, Trevor, the self-described friend zone expert. And I couldn't believe some of the stuff he was telling me. He told me how he had gotten so deep in the friend zone and how Abby... Uh, I'd been the reason for this. And as time went on, I didn't believe everything he was saying, and we had to call her. More on this after the break. This ad is brought to you by Nobody. Nobody sponsored this podcast. Yes, I don't have any followers. I don't have any money or revenue or any fans at the moment. That's the fun part, because you know what? Sky's the limit. Yes, you listening. Maybe you have a business. Maybe you have an idea that isn't shitty and you think the world should know about. Please let me know. Last time I checked, my bank account wasn't in the business of having integrity. No, I am poor. So I'll take about anyone. I'm just, nah, I'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking joking. No, I, I won't take anyone. But... Yeah, if you would like to have your ad display here, would like me to say something nice about it, potentially a riveting testimonial, 
I'm all ears. But until then, I'm poor. Back to it. And, and you say this yourself, like you're a self-proclaimed like friends friend zone expert. Mm-hmm. What makes you say that, Trevor? <laughs> I actually uh, got my PhD from your PhD Harvard University. Your PhD in, in friend in zone. The friend zone yeah. In the friend zone. Um, but besides that, um, I've had a lot of experience with it in, mm. in my past years. Really? Yeah. Is that what makes you ordinarily extraordinary? I would say so. Your ability to just friend zone. Is this, is this a anyone? pretty outstanding ability? I would say. Oh, okay. I've reached milestones. I've discovered and explored new uncharted territory that I think even you may have never even. It's pretty simple, but you look at the earth, sky, that's like couples, married, relationship, whatever, like a serious relationship, right? That's the sky, the atmosphere. You have land, earth's crust, whatever you want to call it, ground level. That's like your hookup culture, your like casual stuff, right? You're not necessarily like friends, but you're also not in a serious connect like relationship or connection. Then you have like the ocean below ground level, below sea level, and that is friends, friend zone, friendship, whatever, like just completely platonic relationships. I would describe if I had to put myself at an altitude in this in this spectrum okay. with with Abby specifically. Okay you would have to drill down to the center of the earth into the core. Like, I don't even know if you'd make it because you would burn up, but like, you'd have to go as far as you possibly could. As far as, far as you possibly could. And like, if, if we were not worrying about having to like actually drill in and like, going, like we are in the, the core of the earth. The I've told her this, like I've, I've literally like explained this to her. I think it's hilarious. And because the reason I say that. Okay. But this is currently. Where did it start? Um, you know, it all. It, I would say it all started in in high school. Um, I think there's there's a lot of different factors to to getting like so called friend zoned by someone, right? Yeah, so, of course. Like one, you have to generally be someone that they, I guess, enjoy talking to. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like you typically don't because it's just that generally means friend zone being like I guess let's define it right. Um, being having a relationship with someone that you are friends with them like you're close with them but it's purely platonic like no nothing more than friends nothing more than friends right okay and so um i would say there's a lot of different factors that go into that and what could cause it right so like i think the first thing is just generally being like someone who they want to be around and and talk to because otherwise there's no friendship you don't have a friend zone right um, another thing is like, I think a big thing that factored into it for me in high school, um, was the fact that like, I was just a little baby and a lot of people saw me as like a little cute little puppy. And so no one necessarily took me seriously in like a romantic Guys, sense. Guys, by the way, feel free. We have a picture of Trevor Condon down in the description <laughs> just to see his little puppy dog face as reference. Yeah. Continue. Um, so, and I still, like, do kind of have a baby face, but um, in high school, it was, like, even worse. And so I think, like, p- girls didn't necessarily, like, take me fully seriously. So they didn't really think I was trying to uh, have a romantic relationship with them. It was more focused on 
the friendship, right? So and like so the other aspect that I think is a huge thing is attraction and physical attraction. Okay. And so if someone's not physically attracted to you, it's just you're never gonna have anything more than a friendship, right? Like, okay. That's just um and so the thing is for me is that I have generally ever since then been okay with even if it starts out as me being physically attracted to someone, because sometimes you just generally start talking to someone because you have a crush on them, right? Like yeah, a lot of things of start like that. Like, yeah. um, and so that's why you originally start trying to talk to someone, but then you start talking to them, you get to know them, they're a cool person. And so for me, the way I've always been is like, listen, so I guess like I haven't always been that way because I think that's something that I've developed over time to realize that, um, because I think I think it used to hurt me a lot more, like back in high school and stuff, when I realized how friend zoned I was by girls, and um, you know, like because th- there was there was like a, a specific girl like in high school that I was really tell really, the story. I want I the mean, anecdote. It's a really it's just a long like I would say I just want to TLDR it and just be like, listen, yes, there was there's too. a girl I was very close friends with throughout high school, and at points it was very one sided, and it was also like I would fall in and out of love with her, like not love, but like I would like catch feelings for her. And, like, be super into her and then, like, not care. And then be super into her again and not care. And so, like, that was tough. You know, like, that was just, like, annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I would, say, I would say I haven't always been where I've just been totally comfortable with a completely platonic relationship with someone. Um, but I think generally over time, I've developed and, and really... So, if, if I'm going into every relationship um, with someone with the intent of... Uh, with the intent of being more than friends and maybe that's how it starts off right but if i go in and i'm just like okay if this doesn't work out and i don't get to a chance to get in bed with this with this girl or date her then she brings no value to my life and uh there is no reason for me to make any attempt at all to keep her in my life some people are like that and like sure all power to you like you know but i think that you can miss out on some seriously valuable relationships with people by doing that um, so I'd say the most recent example of this, and I've gotten, I've gotten permission to not we only actually, name drop, but tell, tell this story. Oh my God. Um, Guys, by Abigail Cassette. This is a great story. <laughs> um, one of my, truly one of my best friends, um, nowadays. And, um. You hear that guys? He has not only been friend zoned, <laughs> but friend zoned her I've come a long as way. well. I've come a long way. He's come um, a long way. But like, so, you know, and it's, it's interesting to me because a lot of the people I'm closest with in my life, I also have developed relationships with very recently. Um, and so like this specific relationship with Abby was developed, I would say like this past year, um, it started really in May when we all took like a big, uh, friend trip to Costa Rica. And so before that, I'd probably met her on like a few occasions and, uh, well, um, what did you think of her? We'll state for the record that Abby is a very attractive girl. Uh, she's objectively. beautiful. Objectively. objectively, she's a beautiful person. Um, so, <laughs> so I would say, like, obviously, first meeting someone who's an, like attractive, um, like the first reaction is like, wow, like she's attractive. I want to like try talking to her, right? And like that's what I was saying. Like you start off with like being attracted to someone, whatever, like a crush, and like that's how sometimes you start talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And. So in this case, like, I guess that's sort of what happened, right? So like we go to Costa Rica and there's this like super attractive girl who I barely know. And so obviously like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to, you know, talk to her a bit and like 
whatever. I, whether or not, like, I flirt, I don't even know sometimes, right? Because, like, I don't even know if I know how. I just generally am much better at, like, long game stuff. Guys, uh, if any of you know how to flirt, uh, hit me up. <laughs> because <laughs> Same. Yeah, yeah. Because, At uh, Trevor underscore Condon yeah, underscore DM yeah. me. Let me know. Yeah, email give me. me give me some tips. Yeah. We can make this a topic in the future. Send a because, carrier pigeon. Because I swear to God, <laughs> I will do things that I think are not flirting. I'll be told by girls, yeah, you're obviously flirting. I'll, you know. <laughs> it's I, the opposite for me. Yeah, I'll be well, trying to flirt and I will be oh, t- completely failing. I also do the same thing. Yeah. Where I think I'm flirting, then I'll talk back. You know, to another one of my best friends. A great reason why you should have girl best friends, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there you go. I'll they'll be like, Jalen, that's not flirting. That's just talking to them. I'm like, well, well, someone's got to, you know, <laughs> someone should fucking teach me. You know, yeah. Out of all the classes <laughs> that we have, we have history, we have language arts, we have fucking physics, right? The only people who need physics is the engineers. Why do they not have fucking flirt class? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could argue like communication classes help you with that. Not, but you know what? Look, and this is a, a TED Talk topic of mine. Communication class isn't even a mandatory top. Isn't a mandatory topic taught in schools. I think. I think that we should have communication class not only in how to like learn how to constructively have an argument, take criticism, mm-hmm. listen to people, but in the same way, flirt. Agreed. Right now, obviously, Agreed. Ev- everyone's style of flirting is different. But evidently, I don't know how to do any of them. <laughs> but <laughs> agreed. But yeah. back to your point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, building off of that, like I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing, and so I mean, but generally, like I think I started to realize, um, like quickly. First off, like um, me and Abby, like part of the reason why we're such close friends is I think we're just like very similar, and like we we play off of each other super well in our energy, and like so just generally, like I noticed right away, like she was a super fun person, and I, and I just vibed with her super well, like I just got along with her. Um, so like to me, that's the biggest thing, right? Like at that point, like the way I look at things is like, no matter what happens, this is a person I'd like to have in my life. I think they could be valuable to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like, it was, it was pretty funny. Cause it was like a meme in Costa Rica in a sense between like me and my friends where, uh, you know, I was like, like I, they would see me like talking to her and stuff and they'd just be like, Oh, like, bro, you know what's going on? And I'd be like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm an expert in this topic. I know what the friend zone is. I'm I'm telling you, like, I, I don't even care, but, like, this is the situation. That's what's going to happen. And, like, I still think she's a cool person. Um, so, like, I could see it, though, like, right away. And it's funny because if you talk, like, if we talk to her about it, she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't think it was, like, that quickly in Costa Rica, but, like, I don't know. I think whether or not she realized it, I think like it was easy for me to see. What know? now? What now? Describe to the audience. Now you're saying that you could tell that you were in the friend zone. Mm. What exactly mm. did that for you? What so, are like key, <laughs> key, you know, steps or actions that she had committed? It's hard to pinpoint at this point because I feel like at this point it's like an instinct, you know. Um, but I think it's just generally the way you communicate. And so, like, for example, right, one of the great indicators for me is if you start joking around about, like, being into each other, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if if we're making jokes, like, oh, my God, like, you know, hey, like, I'm super, you know, like, you're super hot or, you know, like, oh, I want you so bad, like, stuff like that, right? You, would you if, say it's like being... Sus with your homies? 
Is it that in a sense? I guess, yeah. Because like, um, yeah, it's like you start joking about it, just like you joke around uh about, like I joke around about that with like with my homies too, right? It's you start joking about it. Once you start joking about it, um, since you see it as a joke, like that's it can't ever be a serious thing. Yeah. Wow. So like, I think I think that's a pretty good indicator. And if I remember correctly, like that was one of the things. I think just generally, me and Abby are just those types of people where like I would even do that. Like I would even joke like that with someone who I'm like actually into. Um, but it could work out not in my favor because they could take it as I'm not into them. So you know what I'm saying? Like it, I don't know. Anyway, that's like a pretty good indicator. Um, I think just generally though, like I instinctively, I just kind of got a feeling like I knew based on the way we were interacting. We'll see. We'll see for the audience right now. I know you get this feeling, but I'm trying to unpack this as much as I can. You know what? I'll give my personal anecdotes. Um, you compliment someone and they're just like, oh, you're so sweet. You know, if I hear that, I'm just like, okay, that's friend zone. You're not interested. I'm like, "Eh." um, Another example. I don't is, even know if that's friend zone though. It could just be not interested, because friend zone is a deeper level. Friend ooh. zone is their, friend zone is you're comfortable enough with someone to be like, thanks, baby, like you too, or you know, like, something like that. Oh, like it's like oh, like like that turned me on so much. That's like, a good point. Like okay. it's like the joking about it, it's the banter. So you, know? you transcend even further than just to, oh, we're just gonna be cordial friends and then a uh, nah, like I want to fuck you, I want to fuck you too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Because it's like, like, <laughs> yes, like that's the level you get to. The reason I say that, I would like to share the new uncharted territory I speak of that yes. even I have never seen as an expert in this field. Okay. Uh, recently, with fr- some friends, uh, we went out to a bar. The bar, we went to go line dancing. So it was uh, me, Abby, and some other friends. Um, and so... Something that I do with my my guy friends when and disclaimer I like I am straight. Um, you sure? And, um, yes. Okay. No. Yes. Okay. No. What? Um. Anyway, no. This is don't put that in. <laughs> anyway. Um. Uh. So I do when me and my friends generally specifically uh, me and my guy friends what we do when we get intoxicated is we like to show affection for each other by kissing each other on the lips. Like, it's just, we enjoy doing that. We are all very comfortable with our masculinity and sexuality that uh, it's 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 a bonding experience for everyone. And, it, like, we have gotten people who you would never expect to kiss each other. And it's, it's like, incredible. Because it's, it's, it's not just funny. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it is really funny. But, like, it's, it's fun, too, you know? Do you hear that? Guys, do you hear that? It's 2022. We kiss the homies goodnight. Exactly. And we kiss the homies when we're having a good time. I, I kiss Raj right in front of his girlfriend, purposely, completely sober. Like, on the lips. Power Just, move. Yeah, it's power, a power move. move. Anyway, so this is something that's normal for me. I see. On a night out, I will kiss the homies, right? The homies okay. will kiss me. Makes it's sense. It's just what happens. Totally. So now, come this night, uh, Abby's there. We have some homies there. I'm kissing the homies. All of a sudden, kissing the homies. now me and Abby kiss. And so, like, it's the same thing. Like, okay, a peck well, on the lips, you know? Okay, yes. Um, and then I'll ask you the question. So, anyway, night goes on a little bit. Okay. And we're all, like, you know, we have some alcohol in us for sure. Okay. Um, and then uh, me and Abby decide that we need to redo the kiss more passionately. Um, so, it was a peck before. It was a peck before, yeah. And so, uh, this time around, 
Um, right. But like, I would say for a good 20 seconds beforehand, I was just looking at her and being like, are you like, you're sure like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to like actually kiss. Like you mean like a real kiss, right? Like, like this is like, no, no joke. Like not a peck. Like, and she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah." And I was like, we go in and like, it was probably, I don't know, maybe like four or five seconds. Like if I cut this video and you didn't see the beginning or the end, you would think I was genuinely making out with a girl. Like, I mean, this is like a genuine makeout. You've seen. The I video. have. I have seen the video. No, we do not have it in the description below. <laughs> but it was. It was not. It was not a peck. It was a passionate embrace. Yeah, like there was there was lip movement. There was there was lip movement. Um, there was was there tongue. There was not tongue. Uh, uh, I mean, it either maybe way. for future. But I, either way, this was a this was a teen drama. Okay, Riverdale type. <laughs> type make out yeah. yeah this was like like i would consider it like like a make out you know and so so guys do you hear that he made out with his friend right so okay who friend zoned him this is the question i'd like to ask you <laughs> have you ever heard of or seen a straight guy or just a straight person whatever like I guess, okay, I'm going to use my specific scenario because we could go, like, very general and get into, like, totally all different scenarios. But let's just say, have you ever heard of a straight guy make out with a girlfriend? London, you are the only person I could think of in my many friends I've made who has platonically made out with his friend and have it mean actually nothing. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I just <laughs> like this is new for me even. Damn, like dude, imagine being so caught in the friend zone that you make out with her for fun. Hard before. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I love it. I I want to go to what you had said when I told you about this cuz you were asking me how my night was and I was like, "Oh, like um because I had okay, so after the night, um uh I had posted like some sort of video or something of Abby on like my Snapchat story and like, you know, Jalen of course being like uh a a a bro he's like oh like what's the deal you know okay so yeah so this photo that he which by the way he posts he posts her on his story snapchat and instagram publicly (laughs) as well as privately a lot like a lot and like they're best friends yeah because they're best friends like i mean i remember seeing on instagram right he reposted her story of like them both taking like a picture together in the mirror, and she was like, you know, cutesy holding him, and he was. T- oh, uh, yeah. I like. I I remember seeing that. I think I don't know if it was the same night, but I also saw like her like kissing him on the cheek or something yeah. in another photo, and I just had to be like, damn, okay. So <laughs> right, you guys, you don't are, know, the, you, you guys don't know are Because look, I would say genu- I would say generally, when you post a photo like that, in most. You know, circles. I would I would say that that is a social move to communicate you are seeing someone. Right. When and when you look at it from an outside perspective. From an outside perspective. Like if I take a step back and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like I look at the things yeah. that I post and stuff. I'm like, oh wow. Like yeah. Okay. Like in the court of public opinion. <laughs> yeah. So like pr- perfectly valid assumption. And so Jalen obviously like. What you know had had responded to something was like, "What's the deal?" Um, I was like, um, "Yeah, so I don't know how to explain this, but um, basically, 
there is no deal. Whatever. And so, but I just remember your comment after that. That was so funny and made me laugh so hard. Because you were like, where do you go from here? Like, what's next? You're just like, oh, like, haha, we're having sex now. Like, look at us. <laughs> here, take a video. Look, look, we're fucking each other. <laughs> oh, no, that's exactly what I was saying. You know, like, after she passionately makes out with him, as a friend, how far does this go? You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's have sex. <laughs> oh, my God, we're having sex. <laughs> you know what? We should get married. <laughs> oh, my God. We're at the altar. Oh, my gosh. You know what else we should do? <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, you're like such a good friend to me. Yo, let's have children. <laughs> my God. What would we name our, our daughters? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Next thing you know, you have twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trevor. So, like, I know, I know you've been like, Trevor, bro. I know we've been living at my since we've been married. Why don't we buy a house moving together? Huh? <laughs> Next thing you know, 20 years go down. <laughs> Trevor, you're such a good friend. <laughs> good point. Where does it where does it end? <laughs> where does it end? You know, because I'm not gonna lie to you, right? I see like in five years, if you're still best buds with this girl, you know, I you know, I I'd believe it. Hey, we got married though. <laughs> like I said before, I couldn't believe this was the case. And yet as I challenged him on this, he said to me, well, how about we call her? I was like, yeah, okay. We talked to her for a little bit. And after some time, after she consented, we started recording. Here's a cut to the middle of that conversation. There's so many aspects to it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Just basically, I just wanted to get... I really do want to hear about um, what I did in Costa Rica. Oh, I don't know. It was just more like, because obviously when I first met you, like, I didn't know anything about you, right? So, like, you're an attractive girl, so my first my first instinct is going to be like, oh, like, I'm into her. And, like, so I started talking to you, and then, like, I was, like, it was hilarious because I was telling, I was telling my friends, I was like, oh, dude, like, I know, like, I know the way this is. Like, I, like, I know that, like, she's not into me. It's fine. Like, you know, like, we're just, like, mm-hmm. like friends, whatever. And And then, like, I remember Ben specifically was like, dude, like, no way, like, bro, come on, like, you got this, and then, so that was, but, like, and so it was just, like, a big joke, and then, like, I obviously, like, at that point, I just was, like, it's whatever, and then I just became friends with you. Yeah, I didn't even realize that you were, like, trying to in Costa Rica. I'm kind of oblivious. I mean, I don't think I was trying to. I don't typically try to, like, like, I'm not really, like, good at that. Like, I'm much better at actually like building a relationship with someone that i am like trying to hook up with someone so i definitely like wasn't actually trying and i don't i also don't care about it that much like you know even if i'm into someone it's like i'd rather it end up like this than like me try to get with someone and ruin everything and not be friends with them at all yeah exactly no and that's such a good outlook and that is something that i'm learning from you because i let's go i would like i would like to chime in abby and say that that's also something i've learned from from him i mean for a really long time I, I, I went through the opposite route and just, like, I mean, yes, there were times I tried to hook up with someone, but I wanted, I actively tried to build something romantic, when in reality, like, one of the, like, biggest things I started doing is, like, legitimately being best friends with someone, right? Like, and let's say things work out and we end up dating, oh, that's great, but if not, so what? Yeah, like, I think, there's, like, I was best friends with Paloma before I started getting yeah, her for two and a half yeah, years and like, falling in love like with her. Like, you're so not, what, genuine? I'm not implying anything, I'm just saying. That like, you're so <laughs> what, genuine, I'm just gonna be friends with this person mentality is, like, so healthy. Yeah. Truly. Because if you don't have that mentality, you miss out on some really great relationships. You really do. Like, imagine if I just, like, imagine if, like, when I first met you, I was just like, oh, like, she's not into me, I'm not gonna talk to her anymore. 
and then like I just never yeah. became friends with you. Like that would I mean, suck. Like, it's also a little different, Trevor, though, because we were in the same friend group. So it's like you want to maintain that friendship with that person. Yeah, anyway, but the thing I struggle with is like when I seek out something romantic as normally like completely separate from my world, like whether that's a random person that I like meet on Hinge or like someone that someone set me up with that's like very outside my circle. Mm-hmm. So then when it doesn't percent. work out romantically, I'm like, oh, it's just easier to like not have this person in my life anymore. Which is, yeah. yeah, which is true. Because, like, that happened in a Julia Chase, I guess. Like, I just kind of... But, like, that was more up to her. Like, I would have I would have stayed friends with her. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I still, like, obviously, I still talk to Julia. Like, I value her as a person, you know? Like, I care about her. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it definitely, it makes sense. It's I think it's more so, it's just... Since it's easier to drop them, you tend to do it more often. Yeah. But it's not necessarily, like, the right thing to do. You know, like, it's, like... Yeah. It's not necessarily like, oh, like, since I don't have to be friends with them, I should just drop them. It's more like, you know, I don't know. If they, if you value them as a person, then it makes... Yeah, especially if it ended, like, amicably yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other... We talked about this the other day, Trevor. Like, I... You, you definitely do need to approach things as building a friendship first. Because if you can't even like someone as a friend or have someone as a friend, then what the hell are you doing yeah. going on dates with At them? least, at least and, for like, me and you. Sort of right at least for like people like me and you but like if you're just looking yeah. to hook up with someone different story but if you're actually yeah. looking to build a I wanted to record you on because i actually wanted to kind of hear your perspective on his whole frame but no like trevor i think in general it's the- it's interesting to me because like it just happens to me so often which is fine like i'll take it because i think a big reason is just because like i'm generally a friendly person yeah like i'm i'm a like a nice guy you yeah. know and i like don't i don't put like getting with people, getting with girls as my priority, I put, like, building a relationship with them as my priority. So, like, mm-hmm. because of that, like, typically that, you know, I don't know. There's yeah. there's a lot of different factors. Yeah. And, and that's why I never saw you in that way because we talked about so much other shit. Yeah. You know, like, it we also were just weird around each other and, like, best friends. So then it just turned into that. Yeah. It also comes yeah. down to, like, like sometimes people just aren't attracted to each other, right? Like, yeah. I can't Straight force up. someone, like, regardless. Like, I could be, like, an amazing person. And if someone's just, like, not physically attracted to me, it's just never going to work, you know? Yeah. So, up. like, that's, like, another aspect that's, like, I'm not, like, I don't think I'm, like, an ugly person. But, like, I know that not everyone in the world is going to be attracted to me. So, like, mm-hmm. that's also another reason that I don't necessarily want to sacrifice, like, a relationship with someone just because, like, that means nothing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting friend zoned? Yeah. No, uh, cause Rachel, I just have always been friends. Like me and Rachel became friends when I was dating Paloma. It was mostly oh, right. like, yeah, yeah. it happened a lot in high school, I would say. Um, that was like what I was known for in high school. Um. Senior superlative gets friend zoned in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it, I'm telling you, like, I, it, I forget, I'm, I have to, like, think of more examples, but it just happened a lot in high school and people I kept in touch with, out, like, after high school. Um, the thing is, is I haven't been single that long in, in college, so it hasn't happened that as much in college. Yeah. Because I've no, only been I single mean, for, like, short little bursts of time. Yeah, no, that's valid. I would just, I would just, um, from a girl's perspective, the fact that I want you in my life as a friend means a lot more than like a drunk hookup with someone that I think is attractive because if, if I'm drunk hookuping with someone that I think is attractive, I probably think they're a fucking brick. Yeah. Most likely. Whereas with you, it's like, I want to talk to you all day, every day and I want you in my life. 
Yeah, and I prefer. Yeah, I prefer that. So yeah. I like. I'll like. I don't care. You know, like I've never been the type of person. Like I definitely value a connection with someone over mm-hmm. like good to yeah. go. But yeah, facts, baby. I agree. Um, okay, anyway, I'm gonna continue this. I'll, once it's like, once we have it, I'll, I'll let you listen to it, obviously, because like it's gonna be posted yeah. somewhere. I'll send um, a final copy before it perfect. goes and releases. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and I'll see you tomorrow, right? Like, what's up? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go finish this. Uh, and thank you for your blessing. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, Abby, you're an awesome person. So are you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. First and foremost, Abby is one of the coolest girls I know. I mean, to be, to be able to do that, I couldn't believe it. As we look back at what we had captured, realize that a lot of what she had talked about wasn't left in in the recording. And there were still some other questions I wanted to ask or some more insight I wanted to have. So, after some time, called her personally. And we had a little one-on-one Here's that conversation after the break. This ad is brought to you by my family. Christmas is the most wonderful time of year. Ever since I was 12 years old, I, being the picky, introverted kid, never shared with anyone what I wanted, nor did I know what I want. So what did my family do? They gave me money. And if it were not for them, all this money I got for Christmas, I couldn't have bought all this wonderful Amazon equipment that I got to perform this podcast. I've got a mic, I've got a stand, I've got a pop filter, and uh, some other things. Lord knows I would have never bought that shit myself. This is kind of, uh, shit's kind of expensive, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, when you have play around money, sky's the limit. So, yeah. Shout out to my family. Yeah, so, I'm not going to tell you if we're recording. I mean, maybe we are. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> but... Yeah. Abby is a 22-year-old fourth-year student from Northeastern University. Growing up in Shrewsbury, Mass, she describes herself as a self-proclaimed horse girl. Pretty introverted, but someone who loves to have a good time. While talking to her, it didn't take me long to realize that she wasn't the type of person to leave things off the table. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm a very open book. Maybe yeah. too much so. I'm like, I'm like the, like, um textbook overshare like i put everything on my social media speaking of her social media i fucking loved it her captions by the way i'll put her ad down in the description are fucking hilarious like was it over your story you think my captions are funny dude it's like like <laughs> like the one with uh about how oh i've always hated my legs and now i'm really starting to like them and i don't know if it's because of personal growth or prozac but i hope it's growth <laughs> Um, I haven't like, you know, stalked you that hard, but you know, that's, that's my current favorite. I gotta say. Awesome, awesome. She wasn't lying when she said she was an open book. From the get go, she opened up about her previous relationships, the trauma that she went through, her battle with depression and disease she had in her brain. 
And a lot of what she said was really interesting. Like I said, she was really funny and maybe someone who I'd love to have on this podcast someday. But today, I really just wanted to learn more about her and her relationship with Trevor. So originally, you were on for a bit with us, with mm-hmm. Trevor and I, and you were just giving your thoughts about mm-hmm. everything going on. So, I mean, I just want to say, I can't believe the relationship you two have it's just (laughs) it's really funny i mean i mean like more power to you but like a lot of stuff that goes on and i love how you just play into it like i love that poll you had a few days ago of are we dating yeah Yeah. i mean genuinely i wanted like i wanted to see if people actually thought that we were dating from because i guess if you if you didn't know either of us and you saw the shit that both of us post you would be like yes they're in a relationship no yeah i would think it's like a really funny you know like ca- like not casual but like really playful relationship if anything yeah. we went a little tangent after that but then we went back to trevor so i guess we'll just go back to to, to, to trevor what do you uh, yeah. what do you consider Your trevor baby. as yeah trevor your baby <laughs> Trevor, my baby, but also um, just my best friend. I love Trevor. Your best friend, like you get, like you have yeah. nobody else. He's your best friend. Oh no! Like I have multiple best friends, but he's one of my best friends. How long? <laughs> how long has he been your best friend? Um, I mean, we've been close like for a long time. I I know that he talks about this too, but we met um like very sporadically over last spring um because i had met that entire friend group for the first time i was subletting from some of the girls um and he like picked us up a couple times we were just at the same party a couple times um but i didn't really get like close with him or really learn about him until we went to costa rica um what did you think of him at the time was he hot was he not was he just um, like a fucking side character (laughs) no i I don't even, I think I just, like, felt like we clicked automatically. Like, I was never, I was, I never looked at him and was like, damn, I want to fuck that guy. Like, that, that's for sure. Um, but there's, honestly, like, I don't feel like that with many people. Yeah. Um, like, there's, yeah, I don't, I'm. Just keep going. I think I'm really, like, very, very picky in terms of who I would sleep with or, like, would look at romantically. And so, like, there was no one, like, in Costa Rica or, like, anywhere that I was, like, oh, my God, like, I really want to, like, sleep with that person, you know? So it's, like, not a surprise that I didn't look at Trevor that way. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not that's very common for me. So, like, that wasn't even on the forefront of my mind when we were in Costa Rica. It was just that... Like, me and Trevor just vibed, like, immediately. Um, And I was like, I love this kid. (laughs) Um, And even, like, we went on this catamaran cruise, and, like, he he had the playlist going. I remember that. And he was playing, like, Hips Don't Lie and, like, a bunch of stuff and just, like, fucking dancing on the deck of the boat. And I was like, this guy is awesome. (laughs) Like, he just has so much fun, and he gets along with everyone. Like, he's super outgoing, and I think I... Like, I gravitate towards people like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and he also just, like, makes me feel really, like, comfortable. Like, I, I know I said this before, but I think he was the only one. Like, he, like a lot of guys, I feel like, 
do kind of think with their penises and it's like I'm not gonna get to know a girl unless I want to sleep with her whereas like Trevor I think just like wants to get to know everyone for who they are like just in general because he like appreciates like whatever value that you could add to his life as a friend as something more as whatever and so like in Costa Rica I feel like he was the only one of the only people there that like I hadn't known prior but was like making an effort to just like get to know me you know and yeah. so I immediately, like, I love this kid. <laughs> I see, I see. So, like, you keep calling him, you know, your kid, your baby. I mean, I, I look, first off, Trevor's my baby, too. I love him so yeah, much. Yeah, he's everyone's he, baby. He's, um, okay, so, Trevor's got all these, all these great qualities. Why not date him? He, I just don't look at him that way. Like, I feel like he is, like, my brother. Or, like, a gay best friend. Or, like... <laughs> I mean, he's your best friend. He hates hates when I say that, but he's referred to himself as that too. Like, I'm just like way too like comfortable around him. Like, we talk about poop together. Like, okay, wow, wow, that's uh, (laughs) you know, it's like a it's like a line that I like can't get. Like, I just can't get my brain there. Actually, I mean, I think you just said everything there. There's very few people that I can, you know talk about poop with i mean yeah i mean like my friend here erica i'm living with you know after she came out the bathroom i was like what number you know she was like yeah two maybe i'm kind of feeling three i think it's the beans i had earlier i'm like ah it's too bad you know (laughs) (laughs) we talked about before the whole friend zone thing i remember Mm -hmm. like after looking through what you had said before you said that you think that a friendship has to first be established um so do you have any other like friends kind of like trevor like guys that like are your best friend that who you could potentially see a relationship or do you feel that no like you kind of have to look for things externally and go in with a more romantic sort of direction while also making sure to build a friendship Yeah, so, okay, this is an interesting one because this goes along with me not choosing the right guys. So because I think I've taken the wrong approach in the past where it's, like, I I separate my friends from my romance – or historically, I have separated my friends from my romantic interests, like, completely. Same, yeah. And that because if something goes wrong romantically, I want to be able to cut that person off and, like, never see them again. Without a doubt, yeah. Uh, I think it's the average person. But it's, like, I think where I went wrong in that sense is, like, when I would look at something romantically, it was, like, I was only looking at it romantically, and I wasn't bothering to, like, build a friendship first. So then it was, like, okay, we'd go on dates, like, sleep together, whatever. Um, But then at the end of the day, if he was, like, oh, I don't really see this going further with you or I just want to be friends, I would kind of look at it and be, like, well, what value do I have from you as a friend? And then I'd be like, goodbye, out of my life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I wasn't even interested in having these people as friends in my life. Mm -hmm. And that, and like analyzing that, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I was dating like the worst kind of people because if I don't even want them in my life as friends, then how on earth are they going to be in my life as a boyfriend? I could just see, I, I mean, there are there are people in my life that I have as friends that I could see it going somewhere, but um, no one as close as Trevor. 
interesting. <laughs> I won't ask you. I'll, I'll I'll keep their privacy. But yeah, their privacy. That have you always been this way? So okay, so always been this way, as in always had a relationship like this with a guy. Okay. Um. Maybe not to the extent that Trevor and I do, but a little bit, yeah. Um, um, I think a lot of it is, like, the way I act with Trevor is my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we get along so well, because that's also Trevor's sense of humor. Like, the way we, like, jokingly flirt with each other is yeah. very much, like, how I just laugh my ass off. Like, that is my sense of humor. Yeah. Um, and so there's definitely been guys in the in the past that I'm like that with. Like, my, my ex's um, best friend and um in high school nick like i would i would always act like that around him because it was just like fucking it was hilarious to be like hi baby like whatever like around chris because we had that like weird like that joking flirting thing yeah yeah uh. um so that, i mean i definitely had that with like nick in high school um I do, I do the same, I do the same thing with, like, my sister's boyfriend, me, my sister, and her boyfriend are, like, literally best friends, we, like, have sleepovers all the time, I have a bedroom at their house, um, but, like, I'll text him, and I'll be, like, I miss you so much, baby, I can't wait to see who, see you, and then he'll text back and be, like, Abby, I am actually in love with your sister, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, um, I was about to say, like, this, this, this kind of sounds like a dangerous game to play. I mean, with the right people, it's fine. But I mean, (laughs) you say that to the wrong person, and they'll take that as a... I know, it's definitely a vibe you have to read. And it's like, these are people that I have well, well, well established relationships with that we just like talk to each other like this as a joke. And it's hilarious. And your your boyfriend was okay with you doing this with Nick and your sister's okay with you doing this with her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, we all laugh our asses off. Like, it's hilarious to all of us. (laughs) (laughs) like that's just my sense of humor so it's like if anyone else has that similar sense of humor then yeah i have that relationship with them wow so okay i think this really ties into your relationship with trevor so this is why you guys post couple photos and you know talk about how much you love each other and then make out in the bar yes that's exactly why we do it i mean do you know like you know um trevor and cam's relationship right yes I yeah, know. so it's like, like it's literally okay. that I just happen to be a girl. Actually, you know what? Why don't you explain Trevor and Cam's relationship? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they just like, they like to kiss each other when they get drunk. They talk about going on like vacations with each other. Yeah. They tell each other they love each other so much. Like Trevor will post like pictures of Cam and like his family on his story and be like, this is the most beautiful human I've ever seen. <laughs> or like, like, you know what I mean? Like, just no, I like, do. That. So it's like. It, that's literally me and Trevor, except I happen to be a girl. That's the only difference. Interesting. You have this just this this flirtatious sense of humor, and you all just yeah. okay. So that explains why we just want to hype each other stuff. up. It's like I love you so much, baby, and they're like I love you so much too, baby, and you know then we kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be the cold open. Wow, that's okay. Yeah, so it's just like all of us have that sense of humor. It's just I'm the only one that happens to have a vagina. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is actually an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Um. So there it was. There was a revelation. It's just that they really did vibe. And while she may not have been into him like that, 
it's just their weird sense of humor that just made them the best of friends that makes them do this that makes them to this day look like a couple to everybody but yet the both of them are it to most people on the outside i'm sure this sounds weird because let me tell you what I, i sure thought it did but i wanted to take a look back at all the conversations that we'd had and i wanted to reflect i wanted to reflect on everything that we talked about today i keep in mind that trevor uh was reflecting on his conversation and not the one that abby had while abby was reflecting on hers do you want to know something uh background about me right i had i had incredible social anxiety when i was younger i know yeah, i could I could barely talk well I want to let them know. Yeah. I could I could barely talk to people outside of my friend group. And all my life I had guy friends. I want to say like really late in life, really in the last year or two, have I truly had girlfriends who I just legitimately are girlfriends. You know, I used to hear from you know society, you know, Steve Harvey like, you know, very famously said, guys can't have girlfriends. And for a very long time in my life, I thought that that was true. And I never really was friends with girls unless it was in a romantic sort of sense. And, you know, my perspective has obviously changed a lot. I like, you know, like some of my best friends are girls. But the thing about you is I think that you have like a way to like be really close and intimate with girls in a way that i really don't see other guys like in a non-romantic sense yeah. i mean i mean what abby's talked about with you like you being that genuine person you like i think that who you are you, like you don't go in with any intentions in the first place yeah. like you're like you genuinely want to be friends with someone and as you talked about being a friends with someone with a girl even though like yes they're very attractive and yes they're amazing it is better to be friends with that person. It is better to have them in their in your life in some way rather than no way. Exactly. That's how you see things. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think like if it's I don't know, my my like cliche mantra is like if it's meant to be it'll be and everything happens for a reason. I agree. And so I agree. You know, if if two people are romantically compatible then um you know, if if we start building a relationship and we click, we'll also click romantically. Yeah. You know, and also like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I think the, having that foundation is, is great too, because one of my, my, my longest relationship I've ever been in was built on a foundation of being best friends for, for over a year before we started dating. Now, Now I think you should preface to the audience. You didn't become friends with her so that you could date her. It just so happened. That you ended up dating. I I became friends with her because I had a a little crush on her. But as I became friends with her, I think I even more so did the friend zoning in that case. Where I did not see myself dating her. Wasn't really interested in her. Yeah. One day, clicked. Suddenly, I had super strong feelings for her and like confessed them. And we were dating within a week or two. So, what you're saying is that when the time comes and you want to speak your truth, you will speak your truth. And you will say, hey, I know we've been friends, but I really do like you depends it depends depends because 
some like if it's worth it, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously. I think in that case, the, like it was something I couldn't stop thinking about. Yeah. And I also had a pretty good feeling that it, the feelings were mutual, so that made things a lot easier. Yeah. If if I still feel like I'm completely friend zoned by the other person, and suddenly I develop feelings, that's kind of a bad situation. It's a, it is a bad situation. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I don't know, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, Recently, I met someone. I'm not sure this person knows who they are. Maybe they will. But I hung out with her only... Well, I hung out with this person for a few hours. And from the time that we hung out, I would only be in Boston for three more days. And it just so happened that we just wouldn't have time to see each other again. But in that time... She legitimately is somebody who, even if nothing ever ends up happening romantically, she is someone that I want in my life. And like we've both mutually said so. Even though it was only for a short conversation that we had a short time together. No, like she's a person who I legitimately want to be friends with. I don't care whatever happens. And I think that you pick your friends in that way. You know, Um, like, I mean, yes, you'll start talking to them because initially you have a crush on them. But even if things don't work out, even if you're friend zone, like that person is still worth having in your life yeah. and still worth being friends with. And the fact that you can dance with the fact that it may never happen, but to still want to be in their company. Is I think a lot of people is, is, I think something a lot of people, a lot of guys specifically can't handle. It's like, it's either, it's either we date or I stop talking to you because they can't take that heartbreak. They can't take being, not also some people are just not interested otherwise they're not interested you know yeah like some people aren't interested in anything beyond that friendship yeah like they just they don't want to only be friends with someone they they don't see any benefit yeah which let me tell you if you're a guy listening to this podcast whatever whatever you're doing if you happen to listen to this part or whatever um my best advice is that like having girlfriend if you don't already have close girlfriends like they are so important oh my god in so many different ways like going through a breakup uh like having them there to support you and um and give you the perspective of the other person and that's um, exactly what it is perspective yeah it's it's a whole different perspective and it's i i don't think my my guy friends can offer the perspective that i get from from my close girlfriends i mean even just like help with like flirting or whatever like helping situations with girls like that's huge you know no like (laughs) and i would like to uh state for the record that uh i'm using a lot of specific genders and situations and i would just like to state that for me it's just this is what's naturally coming out like we're just doing this podcast this is how i'm speaking but this does apply to everyone and every sexual orientation every gender every so it's not just I guy to girl i can't i'm just talking just my specific that. scenario I so that at the end of the day people want what they want exactly. and you could be the best possible person to 99 out of 100 people but you're never going to be that person to that one person exactly and that's okay. And the idea of being yourself, you know, it's such a cliche thing, but it really makes the most sense because what? There's three and a half billion people. At some point, you're going to find someone you get along with. And it's better that you try to be your authentic self in the best way possible mm-hmm. than to fake who you are with someone who 
wouldn't have accepted you as that person that you actually are. Mm-hmm. And it makes so much more sense to just keep, and it's hard, right? To keep getting rejected, to keep <laughs> being put in the friend zone. But, yeah. it, it. but it helps to be that genuine person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just want to say, guys. I, I want to be inclusive. You know? I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. First off, if you've listened this far, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> There's no way. I, I guarantee you, I'm going to like, okay, I'm putting a code phrase in, in right now. It's going to be um, cheese balls. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. If you have listened this far on this podcast, please like directly message one of us and say cheese balls because that will be so impressive. I guarantee you that will not happen. I will send you whoever. Okay, whoever uh-huh. hears this, I will personally Venmo you four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Yeah, I'll, 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 Venmo, I'll Venmo you four ninety eight. Damn. Because I'm so on the final word. What can you say about the friend zone? What is some advice you can give to people who, you know, want to develop a relationship with women and are scared of the friend zone? (laughs) So I think it has a terrible connotation. I think it just has this bad connotation of something you don't want to be. You don't want to be in the friend zone. And I may sound like a tool for saying this, that like, oh, like, yeah, the friend zone is fine. Like, I don't know. You can judge me however you want. But I think that... um, the concept of it is just taken it's it's taken um too harshly i think that my general um idea of my the general way i approach any new person is i don't look at the future and what they would be to me i don't you know even if i start as being attracted to someone physically um i think it's just important to to just interact with them as a human being remember that they're a human being they're not just an object um and just see where it goes you know and don't have any expectations and if you end up being friends with them and they are someone that brings value to your life then that is not a bad thing and so like labeling it as a friend zone yeah you can label it as a friend zone but i mean they're a friend you know like they don't have to be a romantic partner it could turn into that you could even be in a really deep friendship and end up being romantic with them and you just never know so it's in my opinion it's super important to just go into everything with an open mind and not have any expectations for anything and things will work out the way they're supposed to work out i could not have said it better myself i mean from my personal experience this year at least i have made one of the best friends of my life her name is ellie fieldhouse she's someone i met i met at the restaurant and her being a friend to me, God, I've learned so much. And she's such a great person. And, you know, I mean, I, I never had any intentions in the first place. But the power of having a girlfriend, of being a friend, having a great person in your life, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It, like, only benefit can come from it. Now... If you are in love with them, that's probably not a healthy thing. It's a whole different. That's a whole different story. Yeah. No, we're just talking about like genuinely being friends with someone of the yeah. opposite. Sex. I think I think you can avoid that though by by being open minded about and not having an expectation. Because like if you go into something and you're like, oh my god, like this girl, I'm I am so into her, then that's already you're already setting yourself up for failure, right? Yeah. Unless it does work out that way. But if you go in and you're just like. 
I don't really know this person. I'm just going to get to know them and see what happens. And then like, you're not falling in love with them. And then if it does turn into a friendship, you're not, you don't have these already established feelings. It's just like, you just yeah. kind of go with the flow. Yeah. For people who are in the friend zone, what's your advice? Um, I don't know if I have good advice for that because I can't say that I see a way out based on my own personal experience. I think that's good uh, advice, actually. I accept it. Yeah, no, like, um, you're not, maybe, look, the movies are different, right? You are not going to convince someone to like you just because you want yeah. them. At some point, just cut your fucking losses. There's, like, so many people. Yeah. And, like, I think you have to, you have to, like, um, conquer your inner Trevor and just appreciate the person for who they are and who they are in your life right now, not who you want them to be. Like, Trevor talked about this a lot. It's, like, he's had to learn that like it happened with me. I'm sure it's happened with a bunch of other people, but it's like, if he sees a conventionally attractive girl and she doesn't want to sleep with him, she friend zones him. He doesn't just write her off. He realizes, okay, so I'm not going to sleep with her, but she might be a really great friend for me. And she, and he still builds on that relationship. So it's like, if you're in the friend zone, just appreciate the friendship you have with that person and accept that it's not going to be anything more than that. Don't bank on it. Don't bank on it. It like, does no one. Like, dudes, you're fucking better than that. You know? Yeah. I get go there's... Get a, get else. Yeah, like, there's... And so, they're gonna go get someone else. And yeah, maybe in 12 years, if the, if you both don't find anyone, maybe you'll have a marriage pact and you'll get married. Yeah. But, like, you still have to go yeah. and try to find love elsewhere. I agree. I agree. Don't be lazy. Go out. Yeah. Take a few at-bats at the bar. Is it gonna mm-hmm. suck the first two or three or four of the night? Okay. Actually, but here's some advice I actually have. You really want to go talk to someone? This is what you actually did this last week. So effective, okay? You give your friend 100 bucks. You go into a bar. Every time you talk to a different group of people or a different girl, they give you 10 bucks back. However much money you want, they end up with at the end of the night, they get to keep. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Worked out really well. It was too effective, actually. <laughs> I might have to steal that. Yeah, do it. Oh my gosh, please. Like, oh, can, like, can you please fucking yeah, do, fucking do it to Trevor? I swear to God. Yeah. No, I will. I will. Well, Trevor Condon, it's been a pleasure having you on this podcast. It's been a pleasure being here. You are the first person on the Jelling It Out podcast. This is so historical, and I'm this so is so historical. I am so proud honored and happy yeah. to be a part of this can i just say there's an hour and a half worth of recording i have to go through and i didn't have any timestamps. this is going to be a really fun we, we are professionals oh we're professionals and that's that the end of the first installment of ordinarily extraordinary by me jelling and l i gotta say making this was a huge journey i mean just as a background this was filmed january 10th a little over a month ago by the time that this releases and a lot of stuff just got in the way and i realized how much of a perfectionist i was and at some point i really had to stop and realize that okay i'm not going to be running at the production value that radio lab or gimlet or those other nice podcasts run at And I had to realize that this is my first foray into this. 
And I'm sure it sounded awkward. I'm sure it sounded a little cut up at some times. But I realized that if I never put something out, I never would. Thank you very much, folks. Uh, this I, If you've listened this far, then I am so proud of you. Uh, so um, thank you very much. Yeah, I really couldn't have said it better than them. Thank you so much if you made it this far. Really appreciate it. Now, what's in store going forward? Well, I want this show to be sort of playground. You probably don't know too much about me. That's going to be coming up in a following episode. But I don't really plan to get big and grow through this. I want to explore different formats. I want to, you know, whatever I find interesting, talk about more, do a deep dive, interview people. But as I said before in the beginning, I'm really fucking stupid. Uh, and I'm only doing my best. But I ask you giving me a chance. Confidently. Confidently, I'm stupid. And uh, I mean, that's all any, any 21-year-old can hope for, right? Humility. <laughs> well, take care, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.